0: Hey, welcome to another episode of CyberSide Chat. I'm your host, Jess Coburn, and with me today I have Manish Haripada. Manish, can you uh, talk a little bit about yourself and, and what you do?
1: Sure. Uh, happy to be here, Jess, and thanks for having me on. The, uh, uh, my background is, is primarily in e-commerce and digital, uh, digital marketing, digital technology. We, uh, I'm the CEO of a software and marketing firm based in South Florida called Peak Activity. And our goal is to help our business partners really use digital techniques, whether it's e-commerce, better web experiences, better technology, uh, really change the game of their business and use those techniques too, and, and skills and, and technologies too, to really advance uh, their business so they can, they can ride the coattails of the Facebooks or the Amazons of the world that are really changing uh, our business models as we speak. And what we're trying to do is bring those uh, learnings that uh, companies like Facebook and, and Amazon have have created and bring those to the masses and bring those to, to business owners that are looking for a competitive advantage.
0: Nice. And you've been doing this for a while. You've got a, a pretty strong background. Uh, I know you had mentioned at one point that you had started at Office Depot and kind of got your start there. I did. Yeah, I actually started uh, very early in my career as a software developer and
1: working on their e-commerce platform. We helped build uh, what uh, what still is today a top 10 online retailer. Uh, when when I left Opps uh, about five years ago and started this company, they were doing over $7 billion in transactions online. So uh, really uh, enterprise scale, worldwide operations, there's some significant things you can do in e-commerce. And what I what I chose to do was uh, would take a lot of that experience at a large uh, enterprise-grade organization and uh, kind of distill it down, understand what the best practices were and bring those to, to our business partners.
0: Nice. Now at Peak Activity, you've got a, a large workforce and like the rest of the world, you were you were uh, hit pretty quickly and unexpectedly by everything that was going on with COVID-19. How has Peak Activity adjusted?
1: Well, the, the, the good news for us has been we were already ready for remote work. Uh, we have employees worldwide, we, we already use tools like slack and and google meet is our, our preferred uh, video conferencing solution so we already had some of those those pieces in place uh but just like everybody else we had to understand digest what was going on and, and really uh make sure from a human resources perspective we're we were doing the right things for our employees uh you know being a digital first company we, we we pride ourselves and already have been ready for that um so we haven't had to adjust too too much we do have uh, an office that is for the moment closed and, and we are uh, kind of working a little bit more remotely But good, you know, fortunately for us, uh, we, we we've, we've already had relationships with our customers that were already over email and over Slack channels or, and uh, uh, other digital techniques. So we've already kind of plumbed everything. And now it's really just been helping our customers or our business partners get up to, up to speed on, on things, um, you know, working through, uh, challenges in communication, working through how do you how do you effectively run projects completely remote. Uh, so it's been a transition for us to make sure that we can we can keep up with the with the, with the pace of of which this is, this change has happened.
0: Good. Now, uh, throughout the U.S., a lot of states are starting to come out of lockdown and businesses are starting to go back to work. Here in Florida, with the exception of South Florida, we're seeing me, we're seeing a lot of that open up how do you think businesses need to adjust as we're coming out of the lockout lockdown? It's, it's, uh, it's been a really
1: interesting uh, challenge for us with our, our customers. We've actually created some new techniques and, and published uh, actually the website on this uh, product that we've created around low touch commerce. And, you know, we do work with a number of customers that are in retail, for example, retail, that may have been non-essential has been shut for a month and a half, and unfortunately, that means revenues are declining, and and uh, you're not seeing uh, you're not seeing any traffic at all. Uh, what we've what we've really uh, said to our customers is: look, think through ways that e-commerce can help. Think through ways that uh, calendar and appointment setting online can help. Uh, think about using uh, live chat or or live streaming tools to engage with your workforce. So don't just think that you gotta necessarily have everything uh, locked down, but uh, also think through how to to advance it as quickly as you can with using digital
0: tools. So let's drive into that a little bit, right? Because a lot of the customers you work with aren't traditional e-commerce companies in the sense of, you know, um, that you would go to Amazon and maybe buy their products. In some cases you do, but generally you don't. So for those businesses, this has been an extremely difficult transition right and you yeah. touched on that concept of low touch commerce how are these businesses adopting that can you give some examples sure uh, so we we have a number of,
1: of furniture retailers that, that we work with and furniture traditionally has been uh, the last industry to get into um, into buying online and using e-commerce however there are uh, companies uh, for example wayfair that, and amazon have really taken a lot of share in this market and uh, it's a complex product to deliver. It's a complex product to sell. You, you have to think about how do you visualize your room and how do, you, how do you want to know that that sofa that you're buying is gonna fit? And how do you feel like it's gonna match the surroundings? But if you, if you also think about the fact that we all have a smartphone and we have devices in our pocket that let us take photo, videos, have live streaming with, with somebody who is an expert, and so the things we've really thought about have been, if you're comfortable, comfortable going, going, into going into a retail a store, store, go ahead and, and try to make an appointment, go into see and sales associate, that's your best expert, right? If you're not comfortable, try to get your expert on a device that most people are, are, are already leveraging and having communication streams with. And um, you know, take advantage of of live streaming tools, take advantage of of a lot of SaaS software products that are out there, that will enable you to have a new way of communicating and capturing revenue. If you think about payments with e-commerce, you, you have a, the ability with, with tools, simple solutions like Stripe or Authorize.net to, to set up credit card processing, PayPal. There's great solutions out there. Uh, you don't have to build all this in e-commerce infrastructure like you might have 10 or 15 years ago.
0: So that's a great example, right? A lot of businesses don't realize in the past if you wanted to get a merchant account and sell online, you had to jump through all kinds of hoops. With Stripe, PayPal, and these services, you're set up like that, and and you're online and you're ready to go. Right. And if it's implemented correctly, it, it's secure. And, and absolutely you're good with that. The other thing, you know, the other thing that you pointed out there that's really important, I think a lot of businesses lose track of, is you don't have to reinvent the wheel. Yep. You know, uh, you can reuse what's off the shelf software, and move quickly and be agile in this time. Um, a great example of that is when you shared with me with one of your customers where they work off of that showroom and they've set up kind of the appointment thing. And you guys came up with that idea for them.
1: We did. Uh, and, and really, our idea was uh, to go and just research. And we and fortunately for us, we've been researching these for, for a few months already. We've already uh, you know, been a little bit ahead of the ball there. Um, but our idea was to research open source tools or openly available tools. You sign up for a license. And you're ready to book appointments you sign up for a live streaming service you're ready to have face-to-face interaction the 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 economy in the digital world today is as much buy and assemble as it, it is built right so you don't have to have a bunch of software developers working um you know non-stop for for six months to assemble something you go a couple clicks and and sign up and you're in business and and that's a lot of the advice that we're providing to our customers is Let's find the right tools and solutions. They might not be perfect. You don't want to let great get in the way of good, but at least you're in business and you're seeing 10, 20, 30 percent of your revenue come back right away. While we wait for the for the the curve to flatten and we we get back into the into the uh, what the new normal would be,
0: uh, which will take some time. Yeah, that concept of just-in-time execution is really important, and a lot of people lose that. You get. Um, you get paralyzed by looking at the little details and trying to get it just right. I want to take a a quick break here and just mention that we are live on Facebook and YouTube. And we did it kind of impromptu, going live. I appreciate you jumping on with me like that. Because we're live, I'd appreciate anyone that's there. If you're seeing the stream and everything's working good, give us a like and make sure it's there. And I wanted to point out that you can ask questions. So if you have a question of Manish, just uh, leave a comment. And uh, we can respond to that here live. So uh, Manish, you know, when I started Applied Innovations, I started it focused on e-commerce. I don't don't know if we ever had that conversation, but that was kind of my thing is that I saw a real need and a real opportunity around e-commerce. Long time ago, I wrote a shopping cart in Perl of all languages, but at the time of the web, you know, in the early days, in the early nineties, that was the go-to for web development. Um, A lot of e-commerce vendors, have kind of been at the mercy of Amazon. They've kind of accepted that, hey, that's where the eyeballs are and I have to go to Amazon. But we've seen a big pivot lately, right? So I know with a lot of our customers, we're seeing a lot of these e-commerce customers move to either um, Amazon Prime where it's fulfilled by the seller Mm -hmm. and they're they're capitalizing on that. They're seeing an increase and they're fulfilled by merchant sales. But more importantly, they're seeing a huge increase in direct sales. Mm-hmm. What should these merchants be doing today that they're seeing that 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 pivot and that change?
1: I think the first thing I would say mm-hmm. for that uh, would be to get the game right. It it it's not a matter of you know, thinking about it from a physical retail standpoint anymore, where you've just got to set up location or shop, and and that's the only place you're going to sell. There's lots of places to sell. You know, most companies aren't even thinking about international buyers they're not thinking about new audiences that you can reach so if you want to really expand your reach get in the game figure out if you're comfortable with amazon Um, amazon is a a formidable competitor to a lot of people uh, and they do leverage their data and they do uh, try to cut people out Uh, so you've got to be careful but get in the game there's very very simple ways to to start selling on amazon there's very simple ways to start selling on walmart there's also ways to open up your own storefront and drive your own consumer traffic. And a lot of that has to do with knowing your consumer and your products, uh, specifically in e-commerce, and knowing how you're going to deliver the products. It's not just a physical good world anymore, either. E-books, audio, there's there's there's, there's a lot of new ways to monetize revenue and do business that is not your traditional, uh, I'm selling a physical product, but services and, and things of that nature that are really just once you educate yourself on what can be done and how to do it you have to try it's a test and learn strategy it's not a one size fits all the the online world is vast there's no end to it and there's always new constant innovations that are coming out so
0: the idea that
1: you do you build it once and then it's there for for five or ten years isn't, isn't how it is it should be do it do it for a week get the data and the beautiful thing, beautiful thing is you get data back very, very quickly, see what the data say, and then move on to the next one. Keep keep pivoting, keep adjusting. So it's a it's a, it's a new world from from that perspective, but you've got to start somewhere. And you may be stare, staring up at the mountains saying, I need to be online and, and it feels like it's it's all the way at the top there. Just start walking, just start hiking the trail. And all of a sudden you'll find uh, there's a clear pathway for, for your business. And every business has an opportunity in the digital world, in the online world.
0: Yeah, I think a lot of businesses, um, because they were taken by surprise, they didn't realize that they did have that opportunity and they were able to execute on it. You know, we've seen a pivot with, um, well, let's look at restaurants, for example. You know, almost every restaurant now is available for delivery by using either their own delivery team or one of these services. They've got curbside pickup like crazy. And I know Friday we went and had we ordered uh, curbside pickup pickup we were proud. there was probably 15 people coming and going in that time that we were there. So those businesses are starting to pivot and change. Now, granted, it's not the same business that it was, but it's changing. Um, how have you seen other businesses pivot or change that you can think of? Yeah, I, I think this is this is a, an interesting
1: time because it really tests the metal of every everybody's entrepreneurship and entrepreneurial abilities. And um, We've watched it very closely because the ones that are the most entrepreneurial are the ones that are, are making out uh, really well in this in this uh, unfortunate time. And what we've seen is you've got to think through the, that the old ways of doing business are just not present at the moment. And you've got to find new ways of getting your means of production, whether it's a, a restaurant or if you're a B2B manufacturer of Cosmetics and skincare products—you've got to, you've got to pivot to hand sanitizers and get those out on the internet, right? No longer are you are you just waiting for a boutique mall-based operator to reopen so that you can move your goods, right? So you've got to think through uh, how can you how can you be entrepreneurial in these times? And we all know, look, it, it's it's a time that we're all try, trying to get through together. Not ev- not every dollar is going to come back, but if you can get twenty-five or fifty cents on the dollar back. To your business that extends your lifeline so long, uh, as, as, as as long as you can to, to, to get business back to uh, what the new normal would be. And then keep in mind, the new normal is not an instant return. And consumer behaviors that are being reinforced now, your example of the restaurant, and the curbside pickup, they're, they're here to stay. We we've worked on creating a, we, we work with a, a, the largest alcohol and beverage provider in in, in the country, and we worked on creating an opportunity for them to, you know, have mobile solutions to to do things like pickup and and uh, even delivery. And those are those are trends that have been coming for a long, long time, and they're here to stay. Uh, what this has done is accelerated the adoption of, of those trends. And and if you're entrepreneurial, if you if you, uh, we're not talking about millions of dollars in investments. You can get in for. As little as 100, 200 dollars a month, and you can be in the in the game, and you start learning as quickly
0: as possible. It's amazing, right? That for such a low entry point, you really just have to be willing to hustle to make it happen. Right. right. So, and it, it's a beautiful thing. Um, a lot of businesses are, oh my God, you know, business has changed. I don't know what to do. I'm gonna go to sleep, and maybe when I wake up tomorrow, it's 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 better. And mm-hmm. those are the businesses that aren't going to be here when this is all said and done. It's the ones right. that move and pivot quickly. One of the things I've noticed, and I'm curious if, if you've seen it too with, with your own experience, this concept of video chat and you know using Zoom and Teams and Google Meet and these services. Early on, it was something that a lot of people, especially business owners, leaders, CEOs were, were against. They didn't wanna do that. They wanted to meet face to face. But I'm finding over the last two months, that they're more comfortable with it you know when you would jump on a zoom meeting it would take 15 minutes to get everybody to figure out how to turn on their camera and turn off their microphone everybody's in like this now mm-hmm. um i think that's a change that we're going to see for the future
1: it's, it's definitely going to stick uh my, my i have a first grader and he's on with his classroom every day on google classroom or google hangouts and they're all muting appropriately and, and uh, uh, so we're teaching our, our next generation uh, exactly how to do this and look there's still a, a great value to face-to-face business we believe in it we we, we, we actually miss it quite a bit but you're right it, it what this has done is uh, it feels like for us at least it's brought the humanity back to the equation no longer are we getting dressed up and going to formal meetings but we're really talking about the content and the subject matter of of what needs to be discussed then we're going straight to it and and definitely would agree with you just there that um this is this has been this has been as much of a learning experience and and uh we relish in it because we we see new things happening and, and creative it's creating new creative processes and juices that uh you know are, are quite frankly a little bit overdue right so it's great to see people who may have been against it people who may have been worried about the security and the the risks to their business now saying look i've got to get it into this business and and I've got to embrace it and change is hard for a lot of people. Um, But this is one of those things where change is sometimes
0: forced and prescribed and and, uh, I'm glad to see it for one. So, my munitions, it's been uh, exciting. You know, there's always the saying that there's opportunity and disaster and you need to look for it. And uh, I'm excited to see how people are grasping that opportunity, how companies like peak activity are doing it and how they're empowering their customers to also do it. And that's a big part of what we're about here at Applied Innovations too, right? Is we want to look at technology and how these businesses can leverage technology to move their business forward. And and at peak activity, it's the same. Um, Mm -hmm. I know we're running quick on running out of time here and I get into the the top of the hour, but uh, I wanted to see if there was anything you thought we missed or that you'd like to discuss.
1: Yeah. You know, I think, um, uh, I love the I love the the cyber, cyber, cyber side chat concept, Jess, because there's there's uh, no one and this is an unprecedented time for business leaders. There's no manual for CEOs or business owners on, on how to lead through a, a pandemic or, or really just a, a market that's cratered as, as quickly as as it has. And you know I I feel like we are all learning and adapting every day. And, I, and that's one of the biggest strengths that we have as humans is we adapt to change, we embrace new things as, as, as much as we can. And, you know, I would just say, technology, digital marketing, they're, they're all just components of a classic org chart. They're all things that you should have been working through and thinking about. And, and, and you've got people probably in your organization, or you've got businesses like yours and mine that are here to to help um, guide and, and shepherd uh, the the new world into into where it's going, and uh, I think it's it's one of those things where, uh, as a business owner, don't don't hesitate to reach out for help. Uh, and you know, for me, I've embraced that. We're we're trying to find new, new partners and and new ways of of inventing things, like we have with low touch commerce. To say, look, we just need to find a tool, and let's go find it. And and I think that's the, the the entrepreneur, and, as you said, hustle, of what we're all trying to do. But uh, don't try to do it in an un- un- uneducated or unguided way. So I really appreciate you putting this cyber side chat series together. Uh, well, thanks for I, that. I, I know for me, from the finance standpoint, these are the things that
0: we're looking for experts on, on how do we navigate the finances of what's going on. So uh, do. A piece Absolutely. Of that Absolutely. Yeah. So we've got another one coming on, I believe Monday, where we're going to talk on that t- actual topic of, of finance and what you can do around your 401k and season the opportunity within the market. So, um, I like that you pointed out that it's important to partner and look for help right now. That's really key, I think. And a lot of businesses think that they're in it alone, especially business leaders and CEOs. I'm in it alone; it's me by myself, and that's not the case. Now's the time to reach out to the tribe, to you know, even your competitors, your friends, people in other industries, and look for that help. That's one of the reasons why we started the the Facebook group, you know, Florida businesses helping each other was for that reason. So, And I'll include a link in that. Nish, before we end, you want to share your contact information?
1: Sure. Uh, if, if you just want to go to peak activity, P-E-A-K activity.com, you can uh, fill out any of the contact forms there, or you can uh, email me directly, M-A-N-I-S-H at peakactivity.com. Um, and uh, happy to be found on social, LinkedIn, or anywhere that that, that makes sense.
0: Yep, and to answer Linda's question, absolutely. This will be recorded. It's recorded, and it'll be available online on the South Florida businesses helping each other website, as well as the CyberSide chat forward. Um, appreciate the feedback, uh, Natalie. Can't wait to get you that 40K information. You even know the guy that's going to be doing it for us. It's going to be Robert. Manish, thanks again for taking the time. We're going to end it here. But uh, I've got your contact information on the closing slide, and we'll leave that up for a couple of minutes. All
1: thank right, you. Thank, so much. Yes.